you're tuning in to cmtopdog.com. We've got many things to discuss this week, but one of the key things to highlight is 2023 could be one of the biggest years of your life. It's the 19th of January, 2023. It's the weekly AMA as part of cmtopdog.com. We've got myself and Zeke. A pleasure again to have you joining me to give the view from the other side of the world. Um, yeah, so what has been happening? We have had Bitcoin continue a bit of a rally, haven't we? There's a bit of faith restored. There's talks about some of the, the bad boys in crypto starting up exchanges again. Um, and I think we're hopefully all out of FUD. And from the four-year cycle point of view, we may get an, another dip in Bitcoin. But it could sort of settle from here and, and look to grow. But of, of course, as you would have seen in my video update a couple of days ago, this doesn't really impact um, altcoins that much and of course that that's when the money is to be made now each cycle of course is different and it, it will be wise for us to to enter some of these altcoins regardless of what we think may happen over the next six twelve months because it has been a bit of a funny cycle with what's happened with bitcoin over the last 12 18 months and it wouldn't surprise me if at some point we do get a kind of unexpected move into altcoins potentially earlier than possible I, I think worst case altcoins don't move for 12 to 18 months but the way the market is and the amount of people that are now in crypto it would not surprise me if, if we get this bitcoin money actually flowing into ethereum altcoins a little bit earlier so it will be wise for for me to get out these updates on what i think are the the sort of biggest coins to hold so you remember from my content from like 2019 2020 i was talking about layer ones layer two options we need to look at projects like that and, and hopefully get everyone here involved in them and, and what could be over the next two three years truly life-changing 100x plus gains while of course having everyone on board with the the recent um, update i've did which i think is really very very wise to do you've seen the potential in this if you get a thousand dollars at this stage in the market you can really change your life with some of these drops and that that's with having no other free capital available of course some of you will have your own cash to invest and that of course can be lumped in with it but this is what crypto is all about for me and i think just given the extremities of, of recent events and i know i've had so many dms and messages about people feeling that their life is over because they held coins on ftx or they've been hacked or things have dumped down 99 percent so I've been having all of that to deal with and just trying to reassure people that if you can, if, if you don't feel like you've got any cash, if you can do the work with the likes of these airdrops, you can still massively change your life because we will find the projects that will deliver the hardest for the next bull run. And really this ne next 12 months is like, this is the, the life-changing opportunity for any of you that may be friends or family that entered in like, 2021 and well you're talking about how much money you were making and they got in at a sort of top level and thought how did you do this this is the time now to to envy to envy everyone that if you get involved and hold in crypto now and get some entries now the next two three years could certainly be glorious for you yeah, i think we're in pretty good shape there's two ways for us to go here especially with uh, we were talking just before sam started recording the s p 500 is just sitting right at support and resistance at 3900 points um 
obviously whatever way that goes we are going to go with it whether it takes a couple days for us to catch up in either direction um for bitcoin the way everything looks we're either gonna go test the 23.5 to 25,000 range or we'll come back down there's a cme gap from last friday at 9,500 between 9,900 ish in there. It's a fairly large gap, which those normally get filled. It hasn't been something we've had to look at in a long time just because they haven't really been relevant because we've been dropping so far so fast. But now that we're getting some volatility in both directions, the, uh, the CME gaps tend to come into play because that's basically US stock traders who are trading Bitcoin without owning Bitcoin. They're just trading cash value of uh, Bitcoin. So they're basically just trading receipts. Um, so if we go clean that up, there's a good chance we'll go test. Uh, we'll shoot through it once and get into the 18s one more time. Um, it'll probably be quick when we start heading down that way, maybe a day or two at most. Uh, as much as we've been cautious, thinking we could go down to those $13,000 levels, um, deploying a little capital when we go back down to whether it's 19,000, sub 19,000, uh, probably deploying a little capital if you've been keeping uh, money on the side, maybe say five, 10% at a time at different increments. You don't have to buy all at once. Wouldn't be a, it would be a good time to start getting a little more into the market in case we get a bigger pump up to 30 and this range starts to widen when we're starting to play say 20k to 30k or something like that uh you don't want to be completely on the sideline i know i didn't catch as much as this uh this pump as i would have liked i had some some buys go in on cheap solana and algorand and engine but uh nowhere near the capital i had planned to put in the market if we went lower so uh Personally, I what I allotted to go in, I probably only put in maybe 15 to 20% of the capital I uh, I allotted for the next run. So I'm mainly sidelined for this run. But uh, you can definitely not get overly aggressive, but uh, deploying in, in increments over the next uh, few weeks to few months is not a bad plan. And as Sam said, when those cycles arise, uh, going into the end of summer is when things start picking up especially in the, the end of summer followed this year for the next cycle. Yeah, that's when a lot of interest comes into the market. And a lot of you that this will probably be your, your second sort of bull run in the market coming up. And the reason uh, the reason you see a lot of people were so successful in the, in the last run was it was it was because it was their second run. So generally what happens is if, if people come into the, the first bull run, we see say a thousand dollars and they they hit some of these picks that are hit out there like 50xes 100xes even 20xes if you turn that a thousand dollars into like fifty thousand dollars through your first bull run and then everything corrects 95 percent down your thousand dollars is now suddenly like three four thousand dollars but the the even though that sounds like it's depreciated heavily, if you go, then go into the next bull run with three, four thousand dollars rather than a thousand dollars, then suddenly you, you'll be up hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I think that's the the stage we're at now with a lot of people. Yes, your your capital and your coin value have, have went down so heavily, um, 
but with a second run at it, it's like a, a second bubble under the capital that you've managed to reserve or protect, or even if you put more in. And I think what I'm trying to sort of um, push out to people here is, is, is with this airdrop idea, it's, it's almost like a kind of cheat sheet as, as a way to have capital that you wouldn't normally have if this is your, your first big goal, a full two, three year run up of, of a lot of coins doing 50x plus. If, if you're getting this capital in from these airdrops throughout the next 12 months and you can put it into the right projects, it's almost like a way to, to cheat the system, to have capital that you wouldn't have normally had that can allow you to diversify into many more projects because, of course, all will not succeed. But generally, most that, that we identify, I'd like to think, will, will do very well. And those are the ones I'll, I'll highlight over the over the next few weeks while everyone's working on the, on the airdrop. But I think as we've seen from the charts, DXY, I, it, this is this is a crazy one for me. I will, if I don't, I'll bring up the, the chart again now. I know brought it up last week, but if, if, if DXY, in my opinion, does some sort of bounce off of this sort of historical support level, which has really indicated the, the, the run for crypto, if it does a bounce off here, I think we can see Bitcoin start to correct over the next few days and start to move down again but my goodness if and if i think if uh, the us dollar currency index breaks down from this green line who knows what will happen to the sp500 and crypto it might it might actually really really start to move but my anticipation would be that dxy starts to re recover a little bit short term maybe into the summer and then it gets its final move down after that well, I think we'll get a very good sign at the end of the month. The first, uh, the first interest rate hike for the states comes in on uh, the 31st and 1st of February. That's the first big FOMC meeting of the year. So that'll be the telltale of what the Fed in the U.S. is going to do because they just raised their debt ceiling today, which is sort of a fictitious number now because the two parties just use it as a negotiating uh, tool. Oh, we're going to run out of money again. Oh. Where the government will print more. The U.S. is never going to bankrupt itself, so the debt ceiling in the U.S. is kind of a joke, but uh, they like to make a big deal out of it. Uh, the one thing I will say on this run-up, guys, you can see some of the coins that reacted well. So people who thought Solana and Near were dead because they were tied in with FTX very, very highly, they both bounced heavily. And the one thing is, depending on how stuff plays out, whether it's with FTX, uh, Gemini, Genesis, if these companies all go into bankruptcy in Chapter 11, no different than uh, Mt. Gox, all the coins these companies hold will be held up anywhere from 7 to 10 years in the courts. So the amount of uh, tokens that would actually be taken off the market cap of these coins for the better part of a decade will be massive and once bankruptcy claims and uh chapter 11 filings are official some of these coins that got up beat up really bad because they had um large holdings in ftx will rebound quickly because there won't will no longer be the assumption that these will flood the market anytime soon because it'll be it's a better part of a decade before those coins ever see the market yeah, that's a very, very good point. I think slowly we, we are moving away from the, the FTX FUD and the, the affiliation that some of these coins have with some of these organizations. And that's why we're seeing some cash move back in as it slowly circulates that they've 
identified this, they're resolving this, and we just, we, we still don't know the full fallout at this stage. Me personally, for my own peace of mind, I'd probably just stay away from some of these. Um, I, if, if I'm being perfectly honest, I've kind of assessed of what I think I want to enter for the next cycle, and I think I'm going to be looking at gaming, NFTs, AI, and probably like Ethereum and maybe layer layer zero, new layer ones, things like that. I think a lot of these old old dog coins, the Cardanos and things like that, that have tested the market already but not really delivered, or some other projects that have been hyped up. Like I know you like Solana Zeke, but I just feel like, like I feel like I like to, I like to chance. trade it. Yeah, I like to trade it at this point. I don't look at it as going back to three or four hundred dollars, but uh, there's like it just tripled in value. I think there's going to be some good money to be made on Solana um, as a project moving forward. I'm not sure how much traction it'll have, especially if if it ever has an, another outage. That'll be game over for Solana. Like no one will put up with another uh, another outage from them. Yeah, that's it. It's, and I think really in, in the last cycle, we did see that like XRP was a good example of this, wasn't it? One of the most hyped coins in the sort of 2017 run up and then it really under delivered. I know it had a lot looming with uh, court cases and things like that, but the I think if coins have an old narrative, but don't manage to then push beyond that into actually getting real adoption happening I iota is another good one for me like i i followed this coin heavily in like i think 2015 16 when it was launched and it did so well in that bull run but it just it, it never ever delivered again because it's just that sort of that next stage of right the technology's there we know what it wants to do who's actually going to use it and that's that's a, that's a short fall for a lot of these projects yeah, I think for workability, because they, they're programmed on the same language, I wouldn't be surprised to see near past Solana, like, substantially, just because it won't have the overhead that Solana has. There'll be a lot of sell pressure on Solana next run, where near caught the very, very end of the bull run. So I could see near having a really good run for, for a new layer one protocol. Uh, next run the other one that came back strong um the last couple of weeks engine came from uh the mid 20s up to 42 cents now so if that dips back down it looks like because engine's tied in with a lot of gaming studios and stuff like that so it looks like engine's gonna gonna do well coming out of uh coming out of this yeah i, I you know I, i've known engine for so long i'm, I'm gonna search it on google now but i'm sure that i did a video on engine i'm wondering when i actually did it um, because I, I think it was like 2020 or something like that. Let me try and find it. I'm just curious. Um, because I I do remember that one, and I'm just yeah, Zeke's right. Like some of these projects are like often you see them as part of like two cycles. So if they're sort of building early hype, coming sort of late into the market 2021. And they don't get the full run up and then sell off if they're still there and, and delivering what they're what they're aiming to deliver then the next cycle is the one that they can do the the full blow off like 
Cardano is a, a good example of that. They sort of slowly gathered this community of hype and everything they were going to deliver with Charles Hoskinson, one of the biggest crypto uh, Twitter accounts in the world as well, flying all these eagles and flying in helicopters around his farms and things like that. <laughs> that did wonders for this coin and they were part of that like double bubble. So you write projects like Engine, Near, those are ones that, that could that could move up again and probably I would imagine Near and things like that are probably still like ten X above their lows or something, aren't they? Generally that's a telltale yeah, sign of doing well. Yeah, because uh I think Near topped out uh somewhere around twenty four to twenty six dollars, but like I said, it was released at the very end of the bull market, so it really only had about six, seven weeks to run, which it ran fairly well. And then it just came back down with the rest of the market. So it never really had a, a true run. The one actually for an old one that I'm starting to see a lot of hype around and I've never looked into, I don't know if you have, is uh, Hedera. Uh, Hedera Hashgraph. Yeah. That, yeah. A lot uh, of people seem to be talking about it all of a sudden. Yeah. Is that you just seen that on um, through Twitter? Through Twitter, um, there's a group of four of us that I've talked to since the beginning of last bull cycle. And uh, one of the guys in that group was a big Algrand guy, and he sold most of his Algrand and switched it to uh, to Hedera. Um, and it was just a couple of days ago. Not a big fan of the guy, but uh, BitBoy interviewed the founder. They just, they seem to be getting a lot of popularity for something that's been around for a long time and never really talked about. Um, all of a sudden, their name keeps popping up, whether it's Twitter, whether it's the odd YouTube video. Um, I'm just seeing it around more and more than I than I ever have. Yeah, that's a... I'm, I'm looking at the chart on that, on that now. I mean, the, the, the token, the circulating supply, they're still only halfway through that. And this has still got a, a $1.4 billion market valuation right now at this stage in the market. And it's pretty much sold right down to, to where it was like pre-run, like 2020. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, anything you guys like, the people who are here? Is there anything you guys have had an eye on while uh, the market's been moving? I still like Grinder. It got beat up a lot in the FTX and uh, Solana thing, but uh, it's not exclusive to Solana um, for computing power. Um, I know Filecoin got beat up a lot from all the DCG stuff, but there's going to be a point where we're going to need decentralized storage and uh, and computing power, which is Render and Filecoin. Yeah, that's it. I, I think, again, it's, it's really hard to, to gauge which of these projects will will be adopted and used. And it's, I, I think it's, it's trying to sort of navigate through the, the hype cycles within crypto as well. What happens at this stage in the market is like you, you get Bitcoin kind of holding and moving up and altcoins kind of all move at the one time. However, you can catch some waves between now and the next 12 to 18 months in which there'll be hypes about certain areas in the market like AI coins are going to be the next thing 
file storage that's something that needs resolved and you can kind of follow the market bit and write some of these and then suddenly if you, if you catch one of these waves where one of these coins does a, a four or five x over the next 12 months and then suddenly you go into a full-blown altcoin rally you've suddenly made a, a life-changing sum just by sort of identifying that one very very early on but it's in, in, incredibly hard to gauge stratus Film, I remember that being like a Pokestarter launch or something, if it's not mistaken. I feel like I was in their launch and I got disqualified from it for being Canadian. But uh, I I haven't really followed it. I re The second you, you said it, I just looked it up in Coin, on CoinGecko. But I remember it having a, a lot of hype on, I think it was Pokestarter is where it launched, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's Stacks, uh, Stratus uh file coin um there's about a half a dozen of them that uh that came out in the middle of the last bull run uh the best thing i can say about any of those like what you just did um follow their social medias make sure they're still active make sure they're still working i'm pretty sure there's going to be a decentralized storage narrative at some point so as long as you can see the team still working they're still making posts on social media if it's a if it's a project you like um, then, then just stick with it by a little at these prices. Cause if they get back to their all time highs, you're, you're in good shape. Even if they don't break them, if they just get close to them, uh, you'll make some good money on them. Yeah. Why? So there's a lot of, there's a few sort of older coins mentioned there. What I'm going to go through is all of the sort of, we've obviously got all the, the very obvious ones like XCAD, Meaties origin trail things like that but there's a lot of other ones that people have probably forgotten about truebit is a perfect example there um of coins that have got such a a high highly deliverable value of technology behind them that the people have completely forgotten about because generally truebit got a lot of hype because of the whole vitalic butyrin thing and then as soon as that hype goes away for the, for a few weeks, people just start selling it off because they simply do not understand the sort of technology behind it. But yeah, Truebit's, I can't believe, I'm looking at the Truebit price now, I can't believe that. Like that, that has got serious potential, that stuff. Like if, if you can hit something like Truebit really taken off and, and being adopted by a few organisations, I'm, I'm sure a few months ago I did an insane deep dive into who that was connected with. I'm sure it was like... Um, the EU and things like that were sort of researching uh, Truebit and their technology. Yeah, the projects like that, I want to go over again and just see where they are at in development. If the technology is either got competition or still looking to be adopted by the, the correct organisations, uh, companies or, or even in ideal situations, things like governments or, or tech powerhouses, those are the ones to sort of go over again because I think although Bitcoin yeah. is rallying at the moment and people feel a bit of FOMO, just just look at the, the chart of like 2019 and 2020. You've got so much time to, to pick out a lot of these altcoins. Quants traded a lot, Kels. I know they got a ton of technology there. Um, they're going to be one, like Sam just said, that's going to depend heavily on adoption and people actually using their technology. But uh, it's a coin that's always talked about and people still like. So I'm sure it's going to have a good run again. 
I was actually, it, it might be a good idea, Zeke. I know a lot of these, um, like, gaming guilds, a lot of them lot perhaps of them. share some games, but there'll be some of them that have got sort of exclusivity to a certain game that comes out. And while that game may have, like, a, a really high market cap and uh, not the best sort of uh, token release schedule, if we could potentially identify a, a gaming guild that maybe had exclusive rights to a game, we might think might be a, a huge yeah, thing. Like, huge Godzilla, thing for like Godzilla, for example. Yeah, I, I think the, the two big ones that are currently out there um, that have the most potential are going to be... Uh, well, three actually, like I know I'm not crazy about it, but I know it's going to do well just because of all the money behind it. And every person on YouTube talks about it as Vulcan Forge. Like it'll do well just by word of mouth. Like it's going to get talked about so much. It's going to do well. Um, same with uh, S Fund, which was the one I can't think of. Uh, last week and then to me the two underliers are going to be good guild games and unix so those are like i think the main two are going to be s fund and vulcan forge still and vulcan forge mainly because of all the vc backing and all the hype it had at the end of the last cycle but uh, the underliers that never really got going were good guild games and uh and unix and like Unix has already revamped their website. They're ready to go. Um, you can buy into different tiers to get, uh, get tokens in their launches, which um, at the current price, I think it's still around five cents, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can get into a pretty good tier for not a lot of money. And I think once they get rolling, I'm I'm in the Unix Discord. Um, I'm sure we could probably get somebody from the team to pop in uh, and chat at some point. Yeah, there's a one of the the pre-sale games that we got involved in, uh, Outer Ring, uh, the the token GQ Galactic Quadrant. I I'm extremely interested in this because. They released at that stage in the market and they've stuck to the token release schedule largely where over the last 12 months where the market's been bleeding, they've still been sending out these tokens and it's been going down and down in value. I think the market cap's like just over a million dollars right now. But this is like a it's like a open world multiplayer, fully earnable game. It's basically like a sort of... I'm, I'm, like a open world sort of sim where there's in-game currency and it looks like a very very playable game and by the looks of things this potentially could be fully unlocked to almost a million dollar market cap and i think they did delay the actual sort of launch and release of the game i think it's sort of coming up in a in a in a few months even early sort of demo aspect of it and that to me is so so appealing like that is the kind of thing that can truly three four five hundred x if you if you land a very very playable game that's fully unlocked all of its tokens throughout this bear market and is at a million dollar market cap and things like that so yeah for, for anyone that managed to get an hour ring i don't think it's going to go any lower and i'm 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 very tempted to actually put 
buy into this at the bottom as well because I've had a look at uh, some of the, the tech demos from it and I, I do see potential in this as a, as a gamer myself. The other one I like uh, that's still been building that looks like it might be solid and it's got beat up pretty bad on price is Mist. So that's sort of like a, a bit of a, an RPG type game. Um, and they're, they're still working. They got their, I believe their beta is actually coming out soon. Um, so that's another one. But the studios are just a safer bet because then you're not banking on one team, one game. You got a, a plethora of games to choose from. Uh, FOMO, do you know what's going on with Naka? We actually talked about that a little bit last week because they had a huge jump in price. Do you know anything about what's going on there? I get their newsletter, but I just, honestly, I haven't read it. But uh, yeah, Nakamoto Games is the other one that could uh, could also do very, very well this upcoming run. And uh, they just had a little pop uh, about seven, eight days ago. Is Miss that one with the, the orcs and stuff in it? It's got sort of World of Warcrafty logo. Is that Mist? Um, Mist has their logo is actually just a, a big M. Ah, yeah, I've got it here. I'm just having a look at that. I've not actually heard of this, I don't think, but it's oh, yeah, like cap six hundred thousand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you go to their Twitter account there, you can see uh, like gameplay that's actually been built they're getting ready for their beta like uh, you can see some something's actually going on there oh yeah wow they've got yeah they've got a lot of tokens to come out though yeah yeah that's that's it like potentially can do very well they might even burn them they might even take them off of the pre-sailers a lot of teams are starting to do that now um it's becoming very easy for them to do as well because anyone that hasn't been responding or doing marketing and things like that, they're able to just sort of uh, deny them uh, the, the opportunity of holding pre-sale tokens. But yeah, although Mist looks good, like it's still it's, it's got 50 million out of a billion tokens released, so there's a long, long. And I think a lot of those projects, like a lot of crypto projects in general, when you see that kind of uh, total supply, I think they just created that many because that's what they thought you're supposed to do like you've seen a lot of them like uh shared last week veracity's locking up 81 and 81 percent and change of their token and they've just been going steadily up since they announced that okay so not because it's going to be a full game studio okay fomo cool that explains so yeah you know what i was looking at buying into them when the market started to tank so Actually, I'm glad you brought them up because they are on a, one of my gaming projects to follow list. And with that little pump uh, they had last week, they're definitely going to be worth keeping an eye on. Yeah, very good shout on Nakamoto. So I, I wish I could remember. They were affiliated with one of the other gaming pre-sale coins we got involved in. Um, I can't remember exactly which one, but I did do a lot of research on Nakamoto games at the time. But again, I did the same as Zeke. I sort of looked at the token dilution and the price, and I didn't get involved in the token itself. But looking at the price of it now, and if you're saying that they're building that amount of games through that one token, then obviously things like that are, are absolutely massive. That's, that's a gold mine if you can get involved in, in things like that and, and know that at this stage in the market. 
I think it came out right around the same time you were looking at Epic uh, CM. I think they came out both around the same time. Yeah, I, I remember there's a there's a pre-sale we're involved in the Nakamoto Games is, is help pushing the the game itself, and I remember one of the people doing the sort of deep dive research on it. They said this is affiliated with Nakamoto Games. This will perform very very well because Nakamoto Games, I think their launch and their backers, they had a really really good market maker and and how to sort of get coins pumping and things like that, which is obviously all the sort of research and everything I did before we even think about getting involved in a, in a pre-sale. Um, so yeah, that's I, I know a bit about Nakamoto, so that that's pretty good. I'm, I'm definitely going to have a look at this that because it, I mean the if you. <laughs> The potential market cap in that is crazy. If you think about that, some games can just get to a billion dollar market cap by themselves. You know, I imagine the NACA token has got five, ten successful games going through the token. Ten cents, and it was a high of almost seven dollars. So, yeah, you know what? Keep an eye on that for a retrace. Bumble got a good buy at seven cents. That's almost right at its low. Geez, that's five percent. Five cents was its low. So that's a that's a nice pickup right there. Throw seven hundred thousand bucks at seven hundred bucks. That's a, a nice bag. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if if you look at these coins that they've went down ninety five percent, and you thought about maybe buying them a year ago, and sticking in like a, a hundred grand into it, um, you know, you can basically get that same amount of tokens now for like five thousand. That's the, the that's type the... of opportunity this has got. Yeah, and one or two of these are sort of what makes your bull run. Like everyone has the obvious coins that make you your your five ten x, but you catch one or two of these flyers. That's where you see uh, you wake up very happy one day. I I will have a look at um, Nakamoto Games because I I one of the things I'm a bit puzzled about is obviously it's very very easy for each of these individual games to to have their own token, do a pre-sale launch, bring in five ten million dollars funding, and then pump a coin up to fifty million dollar valuation. So I'd be curious as to why they're developing the games and then running it through the the Naka token itself. Seems seems a bit like a missed opportunity. To me, it's the sensible play, but seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, a little bit. Um, did that game ever even get launched, Mister T? Spent I remember. I forget if it was Becker or somebody talking about that one. I think that got launched off as fund. Um, I don't know if it ever got up and running. To be honest with you. I think um oh wow they already, they already got about eight to ten games you can they got a copy of uh farmville they got um eight ball pool just i'm just on the naka nakamoto site right now um yeah they've uh they've definitely been pretty active with what they got going on here on their page already Interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have a look at that. That does sound very, very good. Like you, you want that sort of. It's it's very difficult to obviously identify a, a single game, particularly when they're in these development stages. They can release these trailers, they can release a bit of gameplay. It looks like the best game in the world. Then of course, 
when it actually gets delivered, even if it is quite good, it might not be as good as you think, and then also some people simply might not play it. Whereas if you are involved, if this Nakamoto bit of sort of knowledge is true, if they're building 150 plus games on it, even if you just get one, or or God bless it, a few of them to be successful, the, the wonders that I could do for a token would be would be crazy, particularly if people start to catch on to it. Um, as to what, what they're actually building so yeah it's definitely one to keep an eye on and I think I'll just double check CoinGecko again but it doesn't look like Nakamoto is, is the worst um, vesting remaining in the world either um, yeah it's about halfway just under halfway just under. we can deal with that it's better than 10% exactly yeah exactly um, looks like spin top is still active uh, Mr. T they their last tweet was yesterday, so they're still working. So that's when I remember when it, when it was launched and they had a decent launch, but uh, yeah, it looks like they're still, uh, they're still trying. Do you know if um, games like Axie and that are still generating people money, even at this stage in the market? Do you, do you know that info, Zeke? I, I actually, funny thing is, I actually had a, a chart up on my screen earlier today of what the top uh, top earning games were for people right now. And surprisingly, like Upland was one of them on Tron. Uh, Splinterlands was in the top five. Alien World, which I didn't even know was playable yet. Alien World was up there. Um, I didn't see uh, I didn't see Axie up there. Yeah, I think um, Gold Fever one that we picked out is has been a, a kind of they're the, the rebuilding that on Unreal Engine Five, and I've played the demo, and it's a very very playable game. And the idea of getting gold to get crypto to get money is a very very good idea. If if that delivers, that'll be massive. But I know Gold Fever is one of the ones that have not. I don't think they've released tokens now for a year. So again, that unfortunately falls under the category of they're at one point going to release these tokens. It'll stumble the, the growth in the actual project itself. But sort of once all of that's out of the way, it could end up performing very, very well. Um, and I think a lot of these uh, projects, at some point, you know, I'd, I'd, I know of other CEOs out there that own some of these projects. I know they're doing their best to try and identify ways to, to not release their tokens. So they're trying to find any sort of fault within VCs or syndicates to try and not give them tokens. Or they're trying to find ways to for people to burn them or stake them for long periods of time. So they, they might action some of that. Yeah, FOMO, just for what you missed, I think few things could happen. We could go grab liquidity a little bit higher. Um, if the S&P 500 doesn't do anything, we could just bounce around sideways between where we are now, like go down to 18K, go up to 22K. Every so often, shoot up, grab uh, grab the liquidity, go down a little lower, grab the liquidity. But uh, there is a chance we just sort of, we got off that low level where we were just crabbing around. We could just have a bigger range now that we bounce around between, like, say, 18 to 22 or something like that. Yeah, it's, we're, we're at that stage where 
you've got this sort of Bitcoin dominance and a lot of people will over the next few months continue selling their, their altcoins to move into some of this Bitcoin pump which is probably the, the sort of historically sensible play to do however as we've seen at this stage in the market some of these altcoins are randomly doing a 3-4x over a couple of weeks and if you did ride that 3-4x the market tumbles 50% you're still sitting on a 2x that that 2x that the Bitcoin won't hit over the next six months six could months. be the difference between you know 100x and 200x in the and the, the peak of the bull cycle so that's why I always feel like for the, the upside potential in altcoins it's just best to be like right they've bottomed out if it fluctuates a bit from here I'm not too concerned about it it's going to perform very well I'm not going to I'm not going to move into bitcoin for a, a 30% gain over a few weeks or anything like that it's just it's just not worth it to me no and I think probably from now until the next throughout the next run with um, the burning mechanism now on Ethereum. Uh, you saw how much Ethereum was burnt last weekend just on people trading on Uniswap and stuff like that. Um, Ethereum could be the better store of value for the next couple of years just with the uh, the burning mechanism. Yeah, and I mean, very interestingly, actually, and this to me is an indication that the, the altcoin rally could end up coming way earlier than we actually anticipate if you, if you look at the ethereum bitcoin chart that i'm just pasting in the chat here right now if you have a look at that did i yeah I did put the dates on it if you go to where the beginning of 2019 is so it's, it's part of the four-year cycle beginning of 2019 is the beginning of 2023 so what we're seeing is the anticipation would be that ethereum versus bitcoin and therefore sort of altcoins move down for the whole period of the next 12 months as, as Bitcoin rises in dominance. But what we've seen is Ethereum versus Bitcoin, and this will be, as Zeke says, down to its new sort of design and burning mechanics. If this has actually not had the, the worst start to the year, if this continues to sort of keep edging up and grinding up and then breaks some of these sort of key resistance levels, we could see quite an early resurgence in, in altcoins and things like that. Is, as part of overall what I think will inevitably happen one day is that Ethereum is bigger than Bitcoin and that, that to me will be a glorious day because if Ethereum flips Bitcoin we suddenly I don't think will rely on Bitcoin dictating the market and Ethereum will continue to grow <clears throat> attract more use and with that bring a bit of stability into the market to, to projects and coins that are actually building and, and projects that people are actually using and that could be the trigger for, for quite a, a long period of, of growth and, and prosperity within crypto itself. So I, I always keep an eye on this Ethereum Bitcoin chart as well, because really what that chart is dictating is Ethereum is now a better hold than Bitcoin through the bear cycle as well. If Ethereum is continually outperforming Bitcoin on this chart, it's a better hold than Bitcoin throughout the bear market. Yeah, and just for gains, I think you're going to get more gains out of ethereum going into this bull run than you will uh than you will bitcoin unless you're somebody who's played the flip before where bitcoin does move first but uh then you gotta have you gotta be on the ball when you flip you have to watch that uh beat uh bitcoin eth chart pretty closely to know when you're gonna flip back and forth between the two because they're they are good to trade against each other 
um, when you know what you're doing. Uh, you can very easily go from Bitcoin to ETH back and forth. But uh, overall, I think Ethereum will be the safer play and the bigger run up this time around. Yeah, and that's uh, my, I I think the the potential for Ethereum's market cap is like limitless, effectively. I I, I do believe yeah, especially when we start one, burning. Yeah, I I believe one day Ethereum will have the the biggest market cap and on on Earth over anything. Like if it keeps being built on the way it is, if if layer twos keep delivering the the improvements that's needed on that chain. And in Ethereum, if their sort of upgrades deliver on those, I think so much will be built on it and there will be so much burning on it that the, the market cap for Ethereum will effectively be limitless. It's something that is, is, is wise to hold, in my opinion. You know, the, the likelihood of it delivering a 1,000x is extremely unrealistic, but maybe over a couple of decades it could be done. Um, but of course, if, for us, and who, who feel like we live our life on a bit of shorter time frames, um, I, 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 I wouldn't be relying on that. But yeah, that, that's basically what I think about Ethereum. That's a good meme, FOMO. I completely agree. Every day when I wake up, I'm making more money because I lost so much the days before. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe with my security system down, I'll need to invest in a samurai sword, so I might get that. Might get that printed on the side of it. Any other coins you guys want to check out quick? Well, I got CoinGecko open, so if there's anything that else that you guys are are into or. Yeah, and I'm 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 thinking about doing so. One of the one of the things that made so obviously probably about two three years ago I didn't have chat groups or, or anything like that open and, and when I opened the the sort of chat groups the discords and all of that where everyone could talk to each other and I could talk to everyone we were in a bull run and it was the the happiest place in the, the world to enter it was very easy for me to ignore my partner at the time and just spend eighteen hours at the computer researching and talking to strangers on the internet because it was the happiest place in the world. And everyone was making money um but definitely for now for me i want to sort of get back into that and i feel like if we can imagine the the future of sort of airdrops revolved in dropping in the market picking up some of these coins that we're hopefully going going to identify that's going to give us some mammoth gains we can start to start to get back into the the swing of things as well but i've also been thinking about potentially releasing a bit more of a sort of personal update on side of things as well so for me my sort of new lifestyle is like black coffee chicken steak fish gym and a lot of crypto hours during the day and i've been thinking about sort of i know i've got the the amas going on the podcast and things like that i've thought about giving people a bit of a explanation as into the history of cm top dog and, and how i began because I, I think a lot of people sort of just know me as someone that's sort of maybe always had a bit of crypto money and always sort of known everything about crypto but really from from where i began it, it was from absolutely nothing my, my life was like office job with a, a couple of hundred pounds spare a month and that, that's how i got involved in it and i think that's why I'm, I'm trying to put so much importance into people as to what what you can actually achieve out of this over the next 12 months if, if you can um 
like it, it's a bit of a meme at the moment like get off youtube get off instagram you know stop going in your whatsapp group chats and sharing memes and things like that if, if you can cut back some of those things to just save a couple of hours to get into crypto or do some airdrop eligibility i truly believe over the next 12 months you can completely change your life and that that's why i'm that's why i had to sort of deliver that sort of um, big message a couple of days ago i did not want anyone to miss it and i hope everyone from the video got this sort of my focus on it the, the importance on it as to, to how big this could actually be Ezekiel upload some golf videos as well. <laughs> Not quite the weather for it yet, but getting there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Energy Web Token, if it has half the partnerships and use that people say it does in the US with big companies, uh, there's no reason why it shouldn't pump, even if it's a man manipulated pump, it should definitely go up. Um, I've been buying it sub three dollars, so I have. I think I still have another buy order around two fifty that didn't get filled. And in case we get a big dip, I got one around a dollar ninety, which I'm not expecting to get filled. But if it does, great. But uh, that's a coin I've been buying just based on the partnerships. I think if uh, even if it doesn't do anything, it'll get a manipulated pump for no reason. And. Ben's well, I just looked up Graphlink. Seems like a cool project. I've never heard of it, though. <laughs> I'm just looking at their website. I just brought it up on CoinGecko, so I have no idea. It, in theory, it seems great just reading their overview, but I no, know nothing about it. Yeah, I think the dot ecosystem is going to have a bit of a run FOMO if they get off the ground properly, whether you have a color, glimmer, dot glimmer is the one that uh should be the best play because it's the uh interoperable system that's supposed to talk to all the other protocols yeah on the on pre-sales so obviously you know what's happened that there's been a huge sort of fallout with a lot of the vcs and you know some of them have admitted to holding the, the funds they've raised on ftx and things like that a lot of that does take a lot of time to try and get caught up on the relevant projects but in all honesty a lot of them have just got sort of no no updates to give it's it's very possible that if the market was still riding high and, and pumping a lot of these would have released because it would have been in their interest to get things going and get some capital into their side of things but a lot of them are either not releasing tokens or not planning any launches quite simply because they, they just do not want dumped in the market if if a if a project were to release itself over the last 12 months and you've seen it with some of the launches suddenly they've got a, a coin there that's completely broken down to a million dollar market cap and then the sort of upside potential in, in a bull market is maybe a, a couple of hundred million dollars whereas a lot of these are are playing the, the long game and they'd prefer to launch and and, and hold like a 
50 million dollar market cap at launch meaning at the peak of the bull run they're their billion dollar company that that is the game for a lot of these that's why they release like five ten percent tokens at the start so you're thinking oh it's it's only a 30 million dollar market cap is great and then they know that the peak of the bull cycle they're a sort of a billion dollar market cap that's the sort of game that they all play but a lot of the a lot of the big coins that we've we've sort of got involved in and been invested in, there I I would say probably in the in the time frame that we've got involved in these, there was probably about 150, maybe 200 projects that we knocked back, and it had been very very possible for us to just keep pumping out these pre-sales, everyone get invested in them, and sort of hope for the best. But we threw a, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and to be honest often just sort of blunt rudeness sort of pushing ourselves into into these projects and these people that we can get connected with has has thankfully got us involved in, in, in some of like the the next the next big things with some of the tech that's out there so yeah I'm, I'm very excited for them as well like in all honesty i i would imagine that with the the pre-sales that are launching i'm by the next bull run I'm, I'm hopefully going to have made it just just by those and i probably wouldn't even need to trade any coin or any gem call but i know with how i am i always try to sort of maximize my opportunity everywhere possible so i'll obviously be doing everything anyway but yeah it's just a, it's just a wait and see at the moment it's just unfortunately this this stage in the market um and people get hit by personal issues as well or they've got their own wallet finance issues and it makes it very very hard to communicate also but yeah it's just it's just a waiting game at the moment believe me if there's any sort of updates you guys will be the first to give it as well um but also it's, it's hard to give updates too because things change all the time it, one one month i'm sent that there's a project that sent me like really advanced graphical updated game footage of a project that's not out yet and they said yeah look at this keep this private for now we're, we're going to push all this out on twitter next week and maybe give a, a token generation event announcement and then that's not happened for four or five months because the market's been so bad so in a way i'm happy i've sort of not not given any updates out because it sort of gives a bit of false hope as well so yeah it's it's just one of those things unfortunately but if you're invested in a lot of these particularly you know big boys Godzilla, obscuro red belly those are the very very obvious ones that they could deliver some serious returns for a lot of us yeah i don't think we'll see any of that stuff till late in the year and or a serious market recovery there's a just the last thing they want to do is launch the game launch the token and then see it see their token just get absolutely dumped on and there goes their capital yeah exactly a, a lot of them thankfully and uh, none we're affiliated with but some of the the ones that, that almost sort of passed the almost passed the the internal assessment done done by myself and other people involved in the group i know some of them have are having to do second raises now because they've admitted that they they say raised two million dollars of investors money for the sort of launch of the token they've admitted that they held it on ftx and maybe just had it in active staking so like they were maybe sitting on a million dollars and they they had it on what, what was that a uh, big staking protocol that went under as well 
Anchor. Um, um, Anchor and Celsius. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of these big projects have admitted that they had like a million dollars for development, but they sat it on like Anchor Protocol or Celsius because they were like, well, we can generate $200,000 a year um, in, in staking. And then, of course, that's all went down. And then suddenly their million dollars has disappeared as well. So, yeah, I know a lot of, a lot of projects that have done that too. Uh, thankfully none of them seem to have impacted us at this stage but and a lot of them will not want to admit it because they'll be they'll be worried about court cases and things like that as well so yeah anchor took down a lot of project budgets and well that's anchor started this whole thing anchor and luna is what started this whole fiasco that we went through last year yeah that's it and like i i know when i've had moments when i've been sitting on a lot of capital and i've explored things like staking i've explored things like anchor protocol and people have said to me oh you're being stupid if you're just sitting there with some cash why do you not get like a free 20 percent and i've always been of the belief of even though 20 percent on this is very very appealing i do not want to sit it anywhere where i, I don't feel like i've got full control of it um, and obviously I'm extremely upset and saddened that a lot of people lost all of that basically safe money that, that was sensible. Uh, but I'm sort of justified in my decision making by, by never entering anything like that myself. Because uh, obviously, as you can see, the FTX, you know, Anchor Celsius, they were crazy what happened with them but ftx was like the biggest reminder in the world then crypto no matter how big the organization there will be some foul play and unfortunately it will sting a lot of people yeah i got nailed twice at the start of uh last year luckily i didn't i regularly kept money on anchor but it's the money i use for pre-sale stuff so luckily i was uh i was withdrawing pretty heavily from anchor at the time for uh this group and a few others that uh, that I had uh, had stuff for. So whether it was a uh, polka starter like uh, the Avalanche launch pad, the stuff we do here. So I, I was lucky that I had uh, chipped away at most of my, my anchor account, but uh, my phantom bag got pretty much destroyed by a flash loan attack on one of their DeFi sites. So I lost most of uh, most of my phantom bag, which was fairly sizable, that stung a little. And uh, I got nailed on a staking platform, which sucked because it was just one that I planned on using for maybe a couple weeks. It was money I was going to invest into something. And uh, about 20 minutes after we, uh, we deposited, we were the last deposits. There was three of us that deposited. Site disappears. We're like, oh. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. That, that was fun. Um, but you know what, in five years to get hit by one flash on attack and uh, one bad DeFi uh, staking idea, I feel fortunate that that's the worst that's happened to me in five years. Yeah, I, I, I've had a lot of bad things happen to me in crypto. I remember a, a dodgy exchange, which was took all my money. Um, and I even like I I think the crypto's the strangest thing in the world. Like you can always assess yourself right now in crypto and feel like you've made many many wrong decisions, but then you can 
six months can pass and you realised it was like a correct decision, like one of the ones that always sticks by me is I remember how hard I was pushing meaties and it was going to the moon and it was doing very, very well. And I think it was sitting at like $90 or something like that. And I think I sold a bit out to enter a pre-sale. Um, and then I remember like it had that huge run up didn't it, to like $300. I remember in my <laughs> head thinking, oh my goodness, what have I done? If I didn't enter that pre-sale... That amount I've sold would have done another 3x. But here I am on the 19th of January 2023. Meaties is not $90, it's now $19. And that was the best possible thing I could have done. So, yeah, it's, uh, crypto is, is funny that way. Decision making at any time can seem like the best thing. The week after, seemed like the worst decision. A year later, it wasn't that bad a decision. So, yeah, it's, it's very important to not be too harsh on yourself on the, the, the decisions you make at those moments in time. Yeah, I'm going to find out coming up this year because I took a lot of profits out of the market, but I put it in a lot of, I put a lot of startup capital in a lot of different things. So, um, not a lot of my profit taking went to my bank account, but uh, we'll see if that pays off in the, over the next 18 months. It was either a brilliant idea or it was going to be a real painful one. Yeah, that's it as well, isn't it? It's like the decision making of, of moving into the bank account as well as, you know, I, I would. You, 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 you think that that would be like the sensible thing to do, but again, you do not know what would happen with the banking industry. Imagine you moved a lot of it into your bank, and then suddenly there was a huge like banking lockdown on people that withdrawn crypto. They attached some sort of super tax to it, and then it ends up being the worst thing you've done. So, yeah, you have to always think about like worst and and best case scenarios, and and just try and make the the best judgment call at any time. Yeah, I think obviously gonna have a good run FOMO just Ave and Curve at the end of the day are going to be the oldest, most tested DeFi protocols out there. Um, Curve has their stable coin coming out soon. I don't know if Ave is making their own stable coin or what they're doing, but uh, both Ave and Curve are going to be the backbone of uh, DeFi on multiple uh, platforms now, not just Ethereum. Wow, I just realised the time. That that actually flew and that. I love it when people sort of ask questions to talk about coins and stuff. Um, I'm actually, well, that's I'm when you can tell the market's moving too because people are actually watching coins. It's not you and I talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better as well. Like, I'm starting to, to look forward to things again. I, I think I... I, I needed to sort of like realign myself with like my deep values, which is like fitness and health, and then just get myself doing that for a month to know that I'm definitely back into it. Looking at getting like a new dog again, um, and starting to and and starting to really imagine like what what the next few years can hold for us all. And this it excited me to see that now is like 2019, and I I remember like 2019 2020 just how fondly I remember all of that because I know that was like one of the, the biggest moments in my life that, that sort of year or two because that was the, the moment that I did the research, entered the coins and then obviously the mania of 2020-21 was just, you know, I'll remember that forever some of those picks, some of those coins going up it's just memories that will live by me forever um, and that's, I'm excited that that's all, all around the corner again
that's definitely the only place where you can put a thousand dollars somewhere and all of a sudden it's three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year or two later. Or it's zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, I think um good chat. I think we can leave it at that guys. And um, I'll get some updates out on you and coins and things like that as well. So that's what I'm going to be sort of obviously with the with the weekly trading guys, things like that as well. Everyone keep focus on the airdrops, and then I'm going to get some updates on some of your sort of favorite projects and things like that as well. Because it's now time to start anticipating which ones will move the hardest over the next couple of years and, and get some bags in them. Yeah, I'll actually read the Nakamoto weekly newsletter, see what's going on there, seeing how they send it to me every week anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right have a good evening everyone speak to you soon